Hi guys, this is uh, this is Chris Pratt. I'm in the booth recording lines for Mavi in the new uh, Legend of Zelda movie. I remember playing Legend of Zelda in the arcade as a kid. Squashing them Octoroks. Squashing them Octoroks. Open your eyes. Wake up, Link. I'm Luke Summerhays. I'm James J. Moyles. And I'm James the Jaster Stewart. And you're listening to Hyrule Field Report. And Jas, what did we do last week? Last week we were chatting about various things in the Akala region. And Jay, where are we heading today? Well, today we are setting off on our journey to the Gerudo Desert. Um, but we'll probably have a few things to check out in Hyrule Field as we approach Gerudo Canyon along the way. Yeah, Hyrule Field Report is going back to Hyrule Field. <laughs> yeah, we are. And in fact, we'll start things off. Are we starting things off back at Lookout Landing itself? Eh, there's nothing really there. It's I don't changed. think anything's changed, right? Yeah, because um, we we'll covered the, the big long tunnel leading to the castle last time. Um, yeah, nothing really there to speak about. But heading southwest, past Mount Gustav, and the giant's forest, um, we come to... Have we talked about Susuyai Shrine? It's not on my map, so I would assume yes. Then we'll skip that one. Oh yeah, because Hyrule Garrison Ruins, we definitely talked about that. I think we came this way when we did our first Depths episode. Mm, makes sense. But past Windvane Meadow, we definitely talked about Maya Chin Shrine, because I remember laughing at the name with y'all. Yep. But just south of there, we have the Hyrule Field Skyview Tower. Yes, um, which I think was my first, well, besides the one look at landing, of course, but the, uh, the next tower I went to get in the game. Um, this one, uh, there's been a the problem camp that's been built around it, pretty much. So, ah, uh, so I did do this one pretty early, but I snuck in and did the tower without killing the Bacoblins, I think. Ah, the pacifist route. And then it was when I discovered Muddlebuds in the depths, the very first thing I did with them was like, oh, I'm going to go and take out that camp. Because it's got like a boss and a moblin. And I was like, right, well, I get those two on my side and this is this is going to go very nicely. And then, yeah, it was a great little brawl. Slaughtered everybody. Mm-hmm. And not Shrap just the man. so much a pacifist now, is he? <laughs> Yeah, the shrapnel in Link's head grew long and became like a horn. Yeah. Yeah, but unfortunately in the movie it's not going to be David Hayter, it's going to be Kiefer Sutherland. <laughs> I'd love Kiefer Sutherland as Link. Give me that. <laughs> I would I would much prefer Kiefer Sutherland as Link than Tom Holland or um, yeah. Timothy Chalamet. <laughs> He's a good actor. He could he could do a mostly silent role. He barely spoke in Melchizedek Five. <laughs> Anything in the sky worth talking about from here? Uh, let's take a little peek at our map. We've got uh, there's the. South Hyrule Sky Sky Archipelago, but there's not a huge amount up there, to be honest. There's three old maps um, that leads to yeah. armor pieces. I don't think there's... There is Shrine 1 up here in the sky. Uh, there's Genodoc Shrine, from the looks of things. Oh, yeah. Sky Crystal the one. Yeah. Um, oh, I remember this one. There's kind of like this... Like big rotating statue, or the wiki says it's a gyroscope. Um, and like the way you rotate it, 
it then creates a path. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. So you rotate the statue and then the actual path appears, which allows you to go and then get the, the crystal from another island. Mm. Um, I remember... I must have done this quite early because I remember finding this a bit fiddly. Probably still getting used to the controls at this mm. stage of the game. But, yeah, uh, because the way the islands are laid out here, from the tower itself... You get to like one island, then you have to sort of island hop your way around to get to to the puzzle in the shrine. That's right, yeah. Um, so looking at here, there's an old map for uh, Sheik's Mask. Yeah, I was just looking oh, at that. I don't know I've got that. <laughs> like missed that island completely, or that specifically that chest. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's Tunic of the Hero, which I think is is that Hyrule Warriors or is that Zelda One? That's Zelda One. Has it got? Yeah, Hyrule Warriors, it would have the little scarf, right? It would have the little scarf, yeah. Um, yeah, Zelda one for that one. Um, and there's another one, but there's loads here. Goodness. Yeah. Cap of the Hero, Treasures of the Hero, yeah. I didn't realise all these old maps were so close to each other. There you go. Yeah, I think that's why I've missed the Sheik's Yeah, not the most exciting guy I could tell. only one or two like island. Mm, I guess if there's a set then they'll all be yeah. close by. Maybe they've chucked them all up on this island because it's one that people are going to go to so early. Mm. It's a way to introduce the concept to get people excited. Oh, they're saying that I didn't find any of these at the start of the game. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep, same uh... You think about it though, right? You're not like, you, once you hit land, you're like, you're almost like, how the hell do I get back up to the Sky Islands? Like, you, the game doesn't specifically tell you how to do that. Hmm. I was wondering that as well for a while until obviously we saw the Skyview Towers and how those worked. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, because in the, I remember when we saw the early trailers, right? And it showed the thing with the using recall on the meteorite. Mm. actually having the conversation like oh i hope there's another way to get up because doing that every time is going to be really annoying mm. yep 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 and, uh, yeah as it turns out it's not actually that tough but um back on terra firma the coliseum not the depths ones but the actual coliseum that you might remember from the overworld um is in this region of the world um, I think we mentioned it before that there's a there's a Gleok <laughs> in, in there and uh, again because this is an area you might be exploring quite early probably won't be tangling with that I'm pretty sure that's the first Gleok I saw in the game as well I thought nope not fighting that no chance um, like my first one was the Icy Boy that we talked about on our uh, Tamantha Snowfield episode yes but yeah, I mean, in a Colosseum, it you know makes sense to have a big monster like that. When you see them out in the overworld there uh, mm-hmm. for the first time, it's like, oh my god, what is that? Uh, I'm glad that I saw one in a more like random location. Mm-hmm. It's a little quest. It's a cave actually um, near uh, in the Colosseum, which is quite um, quite interesting for you to, the way you open it. Um, where you have to, there's a there's a statue on the ground that doesn't have a sword in it there, mm. and you've got to pick up one of the swords off the ground and like put it in the same rotation as the other statue next to it, and it opens the way to a um to a cave there, and uh, you'll get a there's a tre- a chest which gives you the trousers of awakening from. Link's Awakening, obviously. And uh, there's a quest you'll pick up there, which is uh, about Misko's Treasure of Awakening. Mm. Where you'll get... uh, The other parts of the set, I guess. Other parts of the set, yes. Which uh, the Link's Awakening set is quite funny. (laughs) Because... It's based on the the video, doesn't it? uh, yeah, Isn't the head like a is... little plasticine boy. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah the nice. head is an actual yeah, mask. Yeah, 
So it's worth doing. There's a couple of riddles for you to solve, so it's you know typical mystical fare. Yeah. See now because we've done the the fierce deity stuff, mm-hmm. it feels like all the further mystical treasures are kind of a step down. I guess Either I'd probably enjoy that one more, but just like in terms of in game, the actual reward itself maybe. Mm, yeah. But I like goofy little armor pieces like that, and like tingles pieces as well. You know stuff like that. Yeah, it could be like a feel like re ever like feel like replaying the game, like you can replay it through like with that one specific set, like the goofy set run. Yep. You could. Yeah. So yeah, now we're gonna head uh, towards the little canyon we can go through. Um, mm-hmm. around the Great Plateau and the Colosseum. And we've got uh, the outskirt stable. Yeah, this stable I... is really nostalgic for me because I, I think this was like one of the first stables I came across in Breath of the Wild. Yeah, I don't... the name especially, like just hearing outskirt stable, I feel like that's the one a lot of people spend a lot of their Breath of the Wild early game at. Mm. Mm-hmm. It's a classic. And yeah, I mean, it's near, very near the start of the game. Yeah, yeah, oh yeah, well because you would have started on the home the plateau, of course. course. So yeah, this is this probably was the first stable. Mm -hmm. You've just discovered that you can catch horses and take them to a stable. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh yeah, it's coming back to me now. (laughs) Cool, it's all coming back. Yep. Yes. And now we have another great fairy here as well. Uh, we do. Did we talk about this one already? We did How many not. Fairies are there? As I feel like we've talked about quite a few. <laughs> no, we, no, we wouldn't have done, would we? No, no. Um. So this one is Serenade to Kisa. Um. And this one wants to hear a flautist. Um. So. You need to complete another quest, of course, to find the flute player, who is actually all the way another stable that we have not spoken about yet. Um, the Highland Stable, just kind of on the way out to Farron. Um, I'm assuming you guys have done this, right? The fairy quest, yeah. I don't know if I have, but go on. You saw, yeah. Okay, so if you go out to the... We'll obviously speak a bit more about the Highland Stable later, but um, if you go out and find uh, Piper, <laughs> the flautist, um, she's not at the stable itself, but she's... Um, uh, oh, no, sorry, he. Apologies. Um, he's um, kind of hiding near a tree. He's feeling really remorseful because... His friend, um, she uh, she wanted to see a glowing tree, mm-hmm. yeah, and he, he ended up setting a tree on fire. <laughs> um, so he feels really, really silly and sad because of you know he burnt a tree. Well, that no is reason. funny because that's um, that's something a player would do when given that clue. Yes. Um, <laughs> So he decides he's going to try again, but this time using sunset fireflies. So you need to collect a bunch of them, uh, give them next ten. You give them to uh, give them the fireflies, and then get a nice little scene where all the fireflies light up the darkness, and he plays a nice little flute tune, and the tree glows. So it's a nice, yeah, it's 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 pleasant, um, and uh, his uh, his friends, she's she's really happy seeing the nice sight. How many and... fireflies would you say are there? <laughs> Ten million, maybe. Oh, well. It's a lot. Okay, I was expecting something. <laughs> <laughs> I just wanted to see if you'd say it. <laughs> nope. Is it 10 million in the song? Did I get that right? I think it's 10 million. Yeah, yeah. Um, Piper then decides to return to the... Uh, the, the the band of course um and this time the the divas want their wagon uh 
uh, where do they put? Yeah, it, it has to turn into like a pretty much a monster truck to get up the hill. <laughs> because uh, well, you you attach it on top of a basically a big slab with like big wheels attached to it because it's quite a rocky path up the hill. And I remember this one being a right pain because they did not like this journey at all. <laughs> Yeah, well, I haven't done things. I haven't done this one yet, and I I had trouble just with the uh, the river journey. So mm. I guess I've got what that to look just... forward to. Yeah, I could see how it'd be a bit fiddly, but obviously, like the, like you said, like the pre-made like kind of monster truck thing is already there, kind of half finished, isn't it? Mm-hmm. So it's more it's more the path the path kind of is like fiddly to drive on, and like the NPCs can go a bit wild if you're not. Careful with your driving. Yep. Um, is that the... Have we now spoken about all four of the fairies? I think we have, because, yeah, I was... I was wondering how many we had left, and, yeah, I think this is the last one. Yeah. We get to hear the, uh, so... the complete song. Because we did the one up in Hebra... The one originally at the Highland. Yeah, we've done all four. Mm-hmm. Um, so there you go. So you hear the, the the band. The band is back together. And they... Uh, they rename themselves from the... It's not the Stable Trotters. What was it they renamed themselves to again? Is it the Stable Riders or something like that? <laughs> they definitely renamed stable themselves. Stable Gallopers? They definitely, yeah, they make themselves sound more, more enthusiastic. But yeah. And with that, you've now got the full, the ability to fully upgrade your armor, having all the great fairies. Yeah, but there's still, um, there are still offshoots of the Stable Trotters in um, Paris, New York, and Peckham. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Two episodes in a row now, only Fools and Horses references. So yeah. Definitely alienating any non-British listeners. <laughs> and do you know what? Rightly so. Go watch Only Fools. Classic. Um, one cool thing is there as well is once you've finished all four quests, I think every stable you go to, the stable trotters are there kind of playing... Um, the well, opponent's theme, right? Um, nice. Every stable, so it's cute. It's nice. So, does this stable also have a pen quest? You know it. It's also got another quest. It's quite involved as well. But uh, we'll get to that after the pen quest, the Lucky Clover one. So this one here, um, there's a guy at the stable saying that he was approached by um, a, a woman. In the in kind of an out the kind of crossroads just south of the stable, and he was asked she was asking to uh, she was asking him to help her friend, but she was really quick and he um and he couldn't he couldn't keep up with her, um but she he said she was blonde and you know they 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 they're suspecting could this be Zelda, mm. um and uh, if you go south you will uh the woman approaches you it's clearly not zelda but she says her friend's in trouble her friend reveals her her friends uh fearing for her life and she can't reveal her identity it's you know she's got you know real reasons not to reveal her identity so might be zelda we might be yeah. finding her he tries to um, yeah obviously that's the implication right they're trying to make you <laughs> this is this is good tactics on who this will turn out to be. Well, what do you mean? Because they <laughs> never... just somebody trying to help their friend. Uh, they... they never tell you who it's Zelda. You make the assumption yourself. Yeah. yeah. Which is, yeah, yeah. that's how you that's how you lie to people. <laughs> when you're running scams. So... Yep, so she ends up um, going further and further down the road. And then she appears like on top of a cliff. <laughs> and then like on the other side of a canyon. Um... Yeah, she um, she eventually lures you on to the actual plateau. I think. I think you're right. Mm. Yes, this was. If you haven't otherwise, 
this is the first thing to actually give you any reason to go onto the plateau in this game. Very true. Mm -hmm. And um, <laughs> lo and behold, the reason she wanted you on the plateau is because, well, funnily enough, the uh, the woman asking for help unbelievably was a member of the Yiga clan. <laughs> and what I were, love I... about this this encounter with the Yiga clan is when you eventually tell Pen, he's like, the Yiga clan were trapped. No, why would they trap you? That's ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. That's it. Um, and uh, sorry, one part of the quest I didn't even mention is the guy at the beginning who mentioned it said he he was blonde and the, the, the Yiga member says they were look, like, looking specifically for blonde guys trying to find Link. To uh, trap him. But they bit off more than they could chew this day. Yep, because none of them are actually competent at fighting. <laughs> mm -hmm. Actually, the Yiga clan, we didn't read, we sort of glossed over it um, in the last episode up in the Akala lab. You know, when you've got a couple of them, they are a nice little fight. And the bigger swordsman in this game, their, um, their main move has changed since Breath of the Wild. In Breath of the Wild, they would send that, like, um, it's like, it would, like, send a shockwave towards you and the rocks, like, jumped up out of the ground. Mm -hmm. But now they do a similar move, but it creates an updraft. Yeah, the, the, the of, rocks can If you don't glide on it in time, you. they'll get you. Yeah. But if you updraft, you can get up and get a headshot on them and then... Mm -hmm. Some booty... Um, but back at the stable, um, one other quest that could take her fancy there is uh, there's a guy that's he's, a, he's guarding the horses and he said he's heard rumours about a skeletal horse up further north at um, Safula Hill and Sandon Park Ruins, which is the... If you remember in the first game, I think this is where you find like the white it's one horse. One of the memories as well, I think. You could be right. You could be right. Because there's um, like a statue of two horses, I think. That's it. Yeah, that's yeah. it. And he says at night time you, you might find a, a, one of these skeletal horses further up the hill. Um, this was one of the quests that I spent ages for because trying to spawn a, a, mm. a, well, a style horse... Um, wasn't fun. <laughs> they didn't like to spawn at all. Huh. Just kept changing the time of day, moving about. Wouldn't work. Would not work. And yet, when you, you want to just be left in peace at night, you can't move for style horses. <laughs> <laughs> you done this one, Jas? Yeah, I've done this. Yeah, I don't have too much trouble, to be honest. I think it's just locked out as I've got up to like the park ruins there was a few of them dotted about nice yeah it took me bloody ages um once you return that once you go back he's like oh wow that's, that's crazy but do you know what's even crazier I want to see somebody riding um an animal that isn't a horse so this is your challenge to either um, ride a deer mm -hmm. or perhaps a bear. A bear. <laughs> I had the deer and now this I did have trouble with because like yep. trying to control the deer to go over that Manhalla bridge was a nightmare. Like mm -hmm. I kept like mm -hmm. zigzagging and I had like visions of like falling off the bridge and having to restart. Trying to capture deer. the deer was bloody annoying as well because I was I was using the forest kind of just at the bottom of Safula Hill, yeah. But there was monsters kicking about that forest as well, and they would see me, and then as they would run past the deer, the deer would get skittish and run away, and it was just a bloody pain. <laughs> like maybe I should have tried to find a bear, <laughs> just. <laughs> but they but they're they're quite rare I found in this game. Not that many of them. Yeah, but I'm sure the friend of Moses comes across this. I've have seen bears, but yeah, there weren't even that many in Breath of the Wild. I guess just in Breath of the Wild, you just spend a little bit more time traveling on foot, so you encounter the wildlife more often. Mm. But that's fun because 
although you could ride stuff in Breath of the Wild, there was never, like, much reason to. Mm-hmm. Every, everyone, of course, tried taking one to the stable and being told no. Yeah. At least there's a little quest to reward you for it in this one. Well, there was just that get one shrine really. in Breath of the Wild where you had to open it by bringing a deer, I think. I was going was to say, going to say like, that reminds me, like, where we're just talking about, like, the style horses, like, have you ever used or found style horses in the depths? Yes. Yep. This is really, He's really like, handy for going out for the gloom. Yep. They're not a godsend down in the depths of your world, like, travel, like, a long distance, like, actually on the ground without some sort of vehicle. Grabbing those are a must, certain areas. Yeah, I mean, and that's obviously deliberate because they're like the only enemy down there that's not gloomed. Yeah. But I guess technically the horses are never enemies, right? No. I mean, I have seen sometimes the Bacoblins riding the horses, or like, or on a style horse. Mm. But if you knock a Bacoblin off, you can get on the horse, no problem. Correct. Correct, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Horses are just good, good fellas, they don't want to fight. Nope. And if you try and fight a horse, Melania will get you. Yeah. There was that... Um, in Blade Runner, there's a scene where some horses get stabbed. And um, they they got, like, attacked by Petta because it was done apparently so realistically they thought they just stabbed through a horse. Wow. <laughs> 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 That's like, show them the animatronics man. and be like, no, we just, this is how we did it. Well, I mean, you know, go back 50 years ago when they're making films like that, they would have yeah, stabbed through horses. <laughs> like in Godzilla vs. King Kong, there's a bit where he fights a, a giant octopus. And in some scenes, it's a puppet. But in some scenes, the guy in the Godzilla the gorilla suit is just throwing an octopus around. I mean, I know and that... The director killed and ate that octopus after the film. <laughs> yeah. I was going to say, seafood is probably not seen too ethically. No. Animal rights in general, and I, I'm not very happy with Japan about those. The zoos have very sad little enclosures. Sad. And of course, we have um, our fast travel shrine here next to the stable. The yep. Tsum Tsum Shrine! Tsum Tsum! Also known as The Stakes Will Guide You. Uh, this is the worst shrine in the game. The worst shrine in the just so bad. I don't even remember it. Like, you've got to use those the stake mm-hmm. objects which can mm. you know go into the walls oh and yeah, you've kind of got to play ma- pachinko with them don't you? you've got to make your own pachinko machine and then there's a bit at the end where you've got to put a stake in like this big revolving wheel to like push the ball up but it just doesn't work it just did not work maybe it worked for others it just did not work for me at all mm-hmm. and yeah, yeah. i kind of spoke about it in the last episode like sometimes the the physics can feel random just because of how chaotic it can be, and this really exemplifies it for me. I, I think I eventually somehow cheesed this shrine, um, but my lord, it was not fun. Just frustrating. It was, it was uh, no bother for me. Yeah, I had like. Oh, good for you. <laughs> yeah, I've actually got a clip of this one like saved like this on this shrine like. I got the ball down onto the little metal rail at the bottom, but it never had enough momentum to get all the way around. So without thinking like properly, I like uh, paraglided across where the ball had stopped and landed on the little rail and just walked up the rest of the rail with the ball to put the orb in. How did you get back? Did it glider, it? glider across again. Ah, like they were high, I was high up enough, luckily. Or there was like a metal grating at the top, I think. That I could descend into to give me enough height to glide nice. across. Height, yeah. That's actually probably I did something similar at the end because I was so annoyed messing about with those stakes. Yeah. I got the ball <laughs> the down, I just never had enough game. I never had enough momentum <laughs> to carry it all the way around and loop into like where it's meant to go. 
Sticks guided me to frustration and anger. Hate and suffering. Hate leads to the dark side. Good. Yep. Good. Let the hate flow through you. Yeah, no, I didn't have any bother with this one. At least, not enough that I remember it. I'm not saying I did it like perfectly mm. first try. Mm. But it's not one of the ones that stuck in my head as like first... Like the one, the Jenga one last week. You gotta remember as well. It's like much early more on, like, like this is early on for me in my playthrough because I was heading this way first. So. Mm. Yeah, I came here a bit second tricky. in the end, so. <laughs> But yeah, it's that's just classic games, right? What's difficult for one person could be the easiest thing yeah. in the world for the next. They find your weakness. Like there's some someone out there is like oh, I love the the combat shrines in Breath of the Wild, but <laughs> the puzzle ones do my nothing. <laughs> like, and other people, and then we can have like just wanting blessings like all the time. Like, please be a blessing, please be a blessing. Not in the sense that I want to skip the shrine, but I like the blessing shrines when because they have like. Something interesting in the overworld to do. Yeah. yeah. Like that's, that's often a little bit more exciting like to me. The puzzles in the overworld yeah. rather than in the shrine itself is just the reward. Because yeah, for me, the magical thing about Breath of the Wild and Tears of the Kingdom is the big world to explore. So the shrines that reward a bit of exploring that are my favourite. I'm not against mm. the other shrines. Before we move away from this region, up on the hill, kind of just to the southwest of the Colosseum, mm. um, there's a little mini game, Test of Strength mini game that you can play. Oh, really? Yeah, it's a uh, big this bell in, you got around. We mentioned it okay, in passing in one of the <laughs> previous episodes. We've listed off mini games a couple of yeah. times. Yeah. yeah. It's just where this one's located, though. So. Yeah. Just going. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah no, this is Quack a big failure contraption. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, just like creating like a system of pulleys and pendulums with a a rocket at one end, so that it swings around as fast as possible. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, good stuff. I like this. Um, is there like multiple levels of completion? Because I've hit uh, it, but I feel like I could hit it harder. Partly so. Partly there's a score system, which is based on how loud the bell is rung, and apparently that's like a combination of the weight of what you've got attached and the speed it goes at. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That makes sense to me. Yeah. I think it's I got like a prize, but I don't think I got like the top prize. Mm-hmm. Yeah, top prize. If it's, it's gems you get, you can get a ruby for the top one, a topaz for the middle one, or an opal for the bottom one. Yeah, maybe like I got the opal and then did it again and got the topaz. I don't think I ever got the ruby. You're just not fast and heavy enough. That's me. I'm one of those two. (laughs) 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 Oh yeah, classic. And yeah, like we said, there's there's a really nice little variety of mini games in this in this game. There is, yeah, and I like like how we said. We've said this as well before, but like this game has like little mechanics as part of it that could be a whole game yep. elsewhere. And like, yeah, you could build a game just out of the building mechanics, and this would be one of the levels. Mm-hmm. Should we head on our way then further down? Yeah, I'm. I, well, I'm pausing so I'm realizing that we're actually getting close to the end of my document I'm probably going to go further than I thought today mm, the ca- there's more in the canyon that I'll be able to talk about so don't worry about it okay there's quite a bit in the canyon that we'll be able to flesh out cool that'll probably take us up to around the hour mark so yeah you're grand so yeah heading south from the uh, outskirts stable we can swing around towards the over the river and into the canyon itself to head towards Gerudo Valley. 
And uh, yeah, we have to go with a, another rickety little suspension bridge. Dig Dog suspension bridge. And I remember <laughs> this one, not from this game, but in Breath of the Wild, on the other end of the bridge, there was a Hinox just like lying in the middle of the path. Oh, I do remember that guy, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, now this definitely wasn't in Breath of the Wild. There's the mini stable. That's right, yeah, because as you pass through this region, um, and I think they speak about, there's a few NPCs that'll speak about it back at the outskirts stable. Um, this whole region had a lot of Zonai ruins fall from it there. Um, and again, if you look above the land, there's an archipelago that is above this region, so presumably that's where it's fallen from. And uh, like we spoke about at Tarrytown, um, mm. and now this is kind of a Zonai survey team hotbed of activity. Yeah. Yeah. Which makes sense why they've got a stable for travellers to stable their horses as uh, they come here to do some, well, do also, some archaeology. We'll find out later that the, the main Gerudo desert stable is out of commission. Yes. And there needs to be one here because this is like the last point you can leave your horse because you can't use your Mm -hmm. horse once you get into the desert. Yep. So yeah, this is a a prime location for a stable. Mm -hmm. So it makes sense someone's set up business here. Um, I'm pretty sure as well, if you want to like, you can probably circumvent it, but if you want to go through the Gerudo Canyon Pass itself, which is kind of like this big there's a big, like a big, big zone eye arch, and they've kind of tunneled through it and still to clear the road. I, I think you have to pass a little quiz from a guard. Yes, it's <laughs> like he's checking that you're um, prepared you're going to be safe heat, in right? the desert. So he'd like text, "What would you do with the hot day?" And then night. Yeah, 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 yeah. And um, related to that, there's a quest that will kind of take you through the canyon. Um, disaster in Gerudo Ta- Canyon. So one of the researchers, um, f- his three friends, they've all been separated and he's been waiting here at, back at the base camp, but they've not returned. So um, he mentions that, I don't know where they are, but if you're searching in daytime, they might be, you know, maybe seeking shade or they might be in a cave. Mm-hmm. If it's at nighttime, you may be able to see some smoke if there might be a fire that made to keep warm. And they ask for your help to to find them so as we go through the canyon we'll speak about them yeah they're not I don't remember any of them being like hidden in a like interesting puzzle you just sort of spot them uh, there's a, depending there. depending on where you find them like there's one I remember that was in a cave and he wouldn't come out until you'd like he would be kind of like head, head and cower and he had to clear the cave of monsters first. Kill the monsters, yeah, did. stuff like that. Mm. Stuff like that, yeah. I don't, and like, I think some of them might have needed like, like a, an item. Like, I think one of them needs a pepper um, for whatever reason. Okay. Um, Just because they're cold. Yeah, there's like various things like that, but I don't remember them being overly complex or anything along those lines. So, yeah, you should be grand. And is there much of a reward once you save them? I can't remember. I can't remember either. I don't remember it being particularly exciting, but yeah, it's there. <laughs> um, there is a shrine kind of partway through the canyon as well, which is a a, a quest one as well. Yeah, transport. Raka. 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 Shaka, this is shaka, shaka. is this the one I'm thinking of? It's a gemstone shrine, but you have to like build a truck and drive it all the way up there to get there. Yep, you're driving the truck off for like mini waterfall area. It's pretty fun. Yeah, I like it. Ah, uh, yeah, I remember this one. Yeah, yeah. This yeah. is the part I think just because of the very odd terrain and the kind of truck I ended up building, I was really reminded of Mass Effect and the Mako. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think any contraption, no matter how lopsided the wheels were attached, would have steered steered as badly as the Mako. (laughs) 
But yeah, this area, on the map it looks kind of small. But coming through here the first time, like, this was like a big open expanse to explore. And like, because it's very bumpy terrain and there's not much in the way mm. of shrines or um, stables or anything. It felt That's like it. I mean, long you... stretches of stuff to do between if you... quote-unquote safe zones. If you follow the path, like the main road, like just on horseback, it's quite a long journey to to get to the next sort of point of interest, which would be the the stable further down the road. So it does kind of leap around and go around the kind of full um, edge of the canyon. And there's like a high road or a low road. Yep. Um, I really remember up on the edges of the canyon here with like the little wooden bridges and stuff. Uh, I remember very clearly seeing that in one of the early Breath of the Wild trailers. Yeah, it's like I was going to say, it's a classic. Like Link fighting a, and it, like, a fighting in the desert area on the suspend, like wooden bridges. Yeah. So I I took the high road. Um, did you take? Well, the you definitely road got road? to Scotland before me. There we go. There we go. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> um, if you do take the high road the uh, path will lead you past a very interesting um, sealed door along the way mm-hmm. where uh, you will uh, you'll you'll not be allowed to enter because you're not a member of the Yiga clan we have two things that could make us look like a Yiga clan do you want to speak about the third right now because it is technically an area that we could have done by this point oh really where was the third Yiga clan item the Aldor foothills so we would have passed it on the um, it's like near the canyon that leads to the forgotten temple okay there's a cave there which is the um, which is a Yiga clan cave funnily enough <laughs> and inside there you've uh if you ascend into like a hidden room, you'll find, and again, another fashionista that's been kidnapped making the tights for the Yiga uh-huh. set. If you have all three pieces of the armor set, rather than being barred entry to this mysterious door, you are allowed in. Um, have you done this, either of you? No, because I don't have the tights. <laughs> <laughs> you don't have the tights, well, there you go. Have you done it, Jas? I've done it, yeah. Yeah. So inside here, um, this isn't the Yiga Clan hideout. It's a Blade Master station, mm. and what the uh, what this is for is this is to you're going to do the Blade Master exam, and uh, what the Blade Master says is to train yourself, you must put these bananas. <laughs> To f- and offer them to five frog statues dotted around the canyon. Um, which can be a bit of a pain finding them all. I did remember it taking a little while mm-hmm. to track down the statues. Not an easy any area to like traverse like either. I think you're kind of going up and down cliff sides because you're like in the middle of a canyon to stop. Mm-hmm. Once you find all five of these, you will be called a Yiga Blade Master and uh, you'll get access to the back room of the of the uh, Yiga hideout. I want to say there's a quest, like a, like a little repeatable like combat quest you can do in here, or is that at the hideout itself? That's at the hideout yeah, itself. There's like a shrine back here or something. There is a shrine in there. So there is a shrine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So having the full set will come in handy later, and is really cool because you'll get a, a, a not just a sword and some chests and that, but a, an actual substantial upgrade. Um, but there's a shrine back here, the Swari Wax Shrine, which you only get to do after doing the exam. It's a blessing because you yeah. need to have done the exam. Yeah, you've done all the rest there. of that to get there. Yeah. But there you go. Ah, it'd be stuff. funny if there was like a big elaborate like like special Yiga clan shrine that they somehow like <laughs> got inside there. With they've a got knock off gem that they give you 
Doesn't do anything. Because <laughs> <laughs> no, none of the Yiga clan can actually open any of this stuff. Yeah. So it's all very frustrating for them. Yeah, they struggle. Like the constructs that they can't access. Oh, poor Flavor Flav. Yeah, the Sky Tower and also a Gleok up here. This yeah, is the, the first Gleok, Gleok, Gleok I've seen. It was up in these highlands. Uh-huh. Oh yeah, because you came here first, uh-huh. right? Uh-huh. And obviously when I seen it for the first time, I'm like, I knew what it was and this. I was like excited because of the reference, but I was like, I'm not fighting that yet. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Not this early. It's, uh, it's on Spectacle Rock, the Gleok. Um, and it's actually probably the Gleok you might go to because there's a quest further down the road, like across the road from the stable we'll come to shortly, um, called Gleok Guts, which uh, the woman's husband's sick um, and um, she thinks that Gleok Guts will cure him. And uh, she asked for some, so you will need to slay a Gleok if you want to make her husband feel better. And she, she actually suggests the Gleok on Spectacle Rock to slay. So there you go. I might, this might have been a, I met, met her and I already had the part quest. I Could can't be. remember. Could be. Because yeah, I did kill that frost fairly early. Uh, this tower, though, is a little bit more involved than yes, some of the other ones we're speaking about. wasn't the last one I found, but I think it was the last one I did. Because when I first found it, it I couldn't figure out where to go. Because mm. you have to go down into the caves, right, to even get into it, because it's snowed under. No, not this oh, okay. one. Okay, nope. That's uh, the one on the other side of the right. desert. Yeah. Correct. This one is... What was that, sorry, Josh? This is the lift one, is it not? Correct. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, Sawson, the, the handyman that's been repairing the towers, um, he can't get up to the tower itself. Okay, um, yeah, 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 yeah. So, you need to make a, um, a lift using pieces of metal to kind of push the elevator down and allow him to hop on and make his way back up to properly repair the tower so bit of ultra hand goodness can't say no to that just took me a yeah, little and you're bit having to, like, to get, put, to put get weights on it and like done because some of my items kept kind of falling down and breaking so I'm like having to reset the area and respawn items and like yeah my issue was you have to make it the right size to like fit through the gap but also yep. big enough for him to get on and stuff and I kept making mm. it just slightly wrong and he would like move it and then it would smash and I'd have to do it again. Uh, yeah. It's the same thing. Yeah, again, me and Jazz both came here pretty early so all of the yeah. Ultra Hand stuff was still very fiddly. Fair enough. I was fairly late. It's like, like, like all these like, metal containers together. I'm like, not even thinking it's got to fit down like, the <laughs> scaffolding properly and it's just like weight goes down and then guy came halfway up and it's like all the materials just explode and go everywhere kind of really uh, annoying like, the it wasn't easy yeah. to get to that sky tower either like when you're thinking about you're travelling about this area on foot mostly well I was at that point Yeah, it was a bit of a mission getting up here. I do remember that. There's a little bit of stuff in the sky here, but um, more important from this Skyview Tower is seeing our next tier. Ah, yes. Um, well, there's a just quickly, there is a shrine at that Sky Archipelago I was talking about um, that's above the Zonai survey site near the bridge, yeah. Yeah, which yeah. is uh, Rakashog Shrine. Which, uh, this is going to become fairly important. This one is a reflective device, which is about using the mirror zone I device to redirect light. Classic Zelda puzzle stuff. Yeah. Um, usually you would have the mirror shield itself to do these puzzles. Um, I mean, you can construct a mirror shield. 
You can! <laughs> but maybe not the mirror shield as we know it. More no. a mirror. Mirror on shield. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, you have to basically redirect the light to hit a kind of receiver panel down a yeah. hallway. Pretty fun. Like I said, very uh, classic video game stuff. Yeah, classic Zelda. And it will become of some importance as we travel through the Gerudo region. So very much worth doing. But yes, the tier. Allow me to offer you my deepest apologies. On behalf of the Gerudo, for taking so long to accept your repeated invitations. It is our desire to be accepted into the protective embrace of your kingdom. To serve it faithfully. A welcome appeal, Ganondorf. This is a show of fealty. Um, so the last thing we saw was the the show of force, where he sent the the Gerudo assault with the, what do you call them? The big sand fellas. Moldugars. Yes. Well, this one is Ganondorf trying um, the other tactic and presenting himself to Rauru and paying tribute and calling him king and trying to get in there, trying to get close yep. to <laughs> get power through other methods. Yep. Uh, and this is maybe uh, the first mention we get where he says, like, oh, you're a Zonai, the last of the Zonai. They're all extinct. Makes a little comment like that to Rauru. When your Zonai ancestors first descended upon these lands long, long ago, they must have seemed to be gods. And now you rule as king, and have taken a Hyrulean woman as your wife. Your Big lick of Ocarina energy, this is this one. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because, yeah, Ocarina, the very first time we see Ganondorf, right, he's coming to visit the king. Lincoln's elder yep. is suspicious of him, but... None of the they're kind of peeking are. through the window and then yeah. Ganondorf catches their eye and they kind of duck down all scared. Yep. Which they were right to be. <laughs> yeah. He's, a, he's not a nice man. Well, that's okay. Uh, later on, Link can travel back in time and have him executed. <laughs> <laughs> on the spot. <laughs> yep. Well, it's kind of just building up the threat of Ganondorf this, in this scene, right? Like, it's just... Yeah. You know he's up to no good. Uh, yeah, yeah. Oh, he's evil, he's little evil grin. Uh, yeah. He's off to the side. It's I the did first actually time... think we were going to see more like Ganondorf at court, everyone thinks he's good. But we don't really get to, we don't really see him being anything other than a villain. Mm. In anyone's eyes. Yeah. I don't think anyone's actually fooled here. <laughs> no, I think, I mean, like, doesn't isn't there a later line where Rauru like mentions like he sensed the malice in that man and the evil in him or something along those lines? <laughs> I believe that man's heart holds many dark ambitions. Just his name, even that, it gives me pause. I am well aware of his evil nature. For that reason, and others, I want him close. It will be easier to keep an eye on him. Is this the first time we hear Ganondorf's voice? No, he does talk in the... Um, we When we yes, talked so, about so. the Assault one, we were talking like there was no dialogue, but there is a bit of dialogue. Right, gotcha, gotcha. Um, I think Matthew Mercer does a really good job as Ganondorf. Like, uh, it must be daunting. Like, going, again, going back to the... I suppose in a little way, the movie chat, but it must be daunting voicing an iconic character who's never actually spoken before. Mm-hmm. He's laughed, obviously, but you've never... I think we assume it is. But maybe for, like, just a working voice actor, you know, the video games that we care about are not... Yeah, it would all depend if they're, like, the a fan or not, right? About. Like, that's the thing you... Yeah. I mean, Ma- Matthew Mercer's... He's a massive nerd, right? Like, he's okay, big nice. into his D&D and that, so... I can't see yeah. Zelda passing him by... Um, so I think certainly there's if, probably only voice actors that it's not a big deal but 
if I you were if you were cast as Link's voice actor, then definitely. But like Gandalf's always had text lines, and he's always yeah. done like his evil laughs and stuff like that. So it wouldn't be quite as big a jump, I don't think. I think he does a good job as so well. I like his yeah, voice. He does the job. Um, does he? I assume he does Gandalf's voice in like every form. Because he does yes. quite a good job of sounding different when he's like a mummified little husk because he does when he's a yeah, human man yeah. as he does when he's a beast and stuff. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, I'm, I'm, there's Shout probably voice filters involved with like oh, the later I'm sure, forms. I'm sure, I'm sure. But um, yeah, like, I don't think they would have another voice actor for that. And I'm sure he would probably relish the chance to put a different sound on the character. So you were familiar with him before much like much like much like I'm not a game developer I'm also not a voice actor so um yes yeah, so I was familiar with him before the game we're um, podcasters we're basically voice actors yeah he's um he's um oh, they've renamed the character Cassidy in Overwatch okay. um it's it's Han like that one that one um he's a character in Persona Five. Um, he's done he's done loads of voice work. Um, he's and he's also he does um he's like one of the lead guys behind Critical Role, the D and D show. I definitely had heard so the you, name before today. Yeah. So he's 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 not a small name in the voice acting world. Like they did cast a fairly big big name for this role. So that's cool. Probably wrap it up there, Jay. Uh, yeah, and we'll start next time at the stable and just talk about the stuff there. Yeah, yeah, cool. So with that, uh, we find ourselves at the well, the literal gateway to Gerudo Desert and the uh, the Gerudo Canyon stable. But we'll uh, we'll start off there next time and uh, make our way into the desert proper on our next episode. So join us for that. Um, until then, Luke, um, do your thing. Well, until then, you can find us on Twitter at Hyrule Field Pod, or us on Facebook, YouTube, Spotify, Apple Podcasts. Make sure you rate and review, like and subscribe, tell your friends. And if you want to help support the podcast, keep it online, you can head over to patreon.com slash podcastio podcastius, and there you will find links to the other podcasts that we create. And... Jazz, as we find ourselves in the hot canyon <laughs> melting, we find ourselves needing to quench our thirst with some sage advice. <laughs> That's a long segue, bloody hell. Uh, Still not long enough for you to think of one, though, was it? No, not <laughs> exactly. That's it. I'm like throwing a blank yet again. Gone, man. Yeah. Me, if you can't tell, listeners, this was the second recording in a row. So Jas always has one for the first. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> We're in the desert. Seek shade. There you go. There you go. I'm not crying for this. I wasn't wise. <laughs> God, the pressure. <laughs> when are like, what is your, I mean, like, wise or sage advice? Talk a lot of nonsense. I think you're a wise and sage soul, Jazz. Thank you very much. And so just makes that because you've got a big beard. <laughs> <laughs> well, look at this guy, he's some kind of monk. It, it does 80% <laughs> of the work. Oh, that beard's quite long, yeah. you must be a sage. <laughs> Well, until next time. Goodbye. Yeah.